Welcome to the Create Your Shape podcast. I'm Jenny the Nutritionist, and I'll be teaching you the strategy, structure, and science to build muscle and decrease body fat, specifically for ladies who work out. Hello, friend. I am going to do a case study review, the first time ever, and I'm going to go through the results that she created, everything that we implemented, and why, and just go over kind of her whole case and any obstacles that she ran into. But first, I want to let you know that Create Your Shape opens for enrollment on Sunday, April 16th. So if you are someone who is lifting weights and wants to build muscle, decrease body fat, and really understand how it works with the like, strategy and science behind it and set up your nutrition routine so it's sustainable and who you are for the long term, this is the program for you. Whether you are in the listening to this during that time frame or later on, you will want to go to jennythenutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape to learn more and apply. All right, let's go over this case study. So I had someone come to me and she is a new mom. She was a couple months postpartum and she had gained more weight than she wanted to during her pregnancy. She really wanted to decrease that body fat and just really have a better grasp and understanding of nutrition and food. So that's what we did. She got just insane changes and insane results. I'm going to give you some of the numbers because she got DEXA scans done, which I have my ladies do before and at the end. And this client did two rounds. So she has three case studies or not case studies, three DEXA DEXA scans to go off of. And if you're unfamiliar with DEXA scan, it's just an accurate way to measure lean body mass and body fat. And I give instructions on how to do that when within create your shape. So she had a lot of muscle and that was already the case, but she's like, I want to get rid of this layer of body fat. I I know that's like the first goal I want to achieve. And she lost 15.3% body fat. That is insane. And along with that, she gained 12.4 pounds of lean body mass. So in total, she lost around 28 pounds, but I don't think that really tells the full story, especially when you're speaking about ladies that I work with and ladies like you who really want to change their body composition. It's not just about what's on the scale. So really focusing on that 15.3% body fat is just such a large amount. But I'm going to share her photos on Instagram, but just to give you an idea of what it looks like, it looks like her body took shape and it looks like everything like decreased in certain areas and then lifted and got perkier. So that's what I'm really seeing in the front photo. And the side photo, it is just looking like her glutes lifted up, legs decreased, stomach got flat arms, um, you know, the like underneath your tricep, typically a lot of females, including myself, store body fat there and it kind of can hang down. And so as I see photos go on, when you decrease body fat, that just gets tighter. So that's what I really see in the side photo. And then in the back photo, 
Again, a lot of females will store body fat in the mid back, which will create these like lines or dents in the back. And so in her photos, those have just completely disappeared and are smooth. And she just looks like athletic, strong, and perky. And it's so good. And so her other goals were really to like get off of all or nothing and really create a routine to understand it, to teach your kids, right? And really set her up for like long-term sustainability. And so at the end she shared, I think she summed it up so nicely. She shared, I know we're putting in the effort and clearly it's working, but this truly doesn't feel like a diet. And that's just awesome. I feel like I am just living my life and that nothing is truly off limits within reason. That just feels good. And this is a goal of a lot of my ladies. I want you guys to feel like this is a lifestyle. Like I understand food. I know when to dial it in to really create change, but I also know how to to sustain it with my life. So her, I also track data points around like your level of knowledge, your, your routine and your relationship with food. So initially in that order, she was a four out of 10, four out of 10, two out of 10. And afterwards, we reassessed with knowledge, routine, and relationship. And in that order, she is now 9 out of 10, 9 out of 10, and 10 out of 10. So good. All right. But I know you're wondering, well, how did you do that? Give me the details. What actually went into it? So when she started off, she was lifting weights with a personal trainer and she was doing that actually three times per week, which typically I have my ladies do around four times per week. But she also has a new baby. She also is a director in corporate finance and has a social life as well, right? So she is like, her schedule is packed. So it was less about, oh, adding more and more because she already had a lot of muscle mass and we were focused on decreasing body fat. It was more about, okay, what is the main goal? And then considering the rest of your life, how do we fit everything in that's going to be the most important to achieve your goal? And really for her, that wasn't going to be working out more. She didn't need to work out more. She already had a great amount of muscle, but we needed to manage and focus on her nutrition to be more efficient and get her more time back. So of course, she wasn't eating enough. She was eating around less than 1,500 calories. And with that, her macro breakdown was around 150 grams of protein, which is a good amount of protein, right? And then 130 grams of carbs, which is on the lower side for someone who is training and has a lot of muscle. And then around 40 grams of fat, which that is really low, especially postpartum, because we want to make sure you're getting in enough fats, which are going to help transport hormones. So we want to make sure you're getting enough fats to help level out your hormones. And this isn't just for postpartum, that's across the board, but especially if I see ladies who maybe need an additional support based on their blood work, but really 40 is too low for anybody. So that is initially what she was eating. And then before adjusting her macros and adjusting her calories and and that strategy, we looked at her blood work. And so initially the main things that I saw, I won't go through every single thing, but the main things that I saw was her vitamin D levels were so low. To put it in perspective, we ideally like to see between 60 and 80 
as far as with the blood work reports and hers were at 16. So immediately you put her on high dose vitamin D to get that up, to just get her energy levels up and get her feeling better. And then also that's going to have downstream impacts to support her hormones too. So that was the first thing we did. The other thing that was really high was her C-reactive protein, which is telling me her inflammation in her body was really high. And that could be for a handful of lifestyle factors, but also the types of food that you're having and potentially not eating enough in combination with everything else. So that was an issue. Another thing was her insulin was really high. And again, going back to what are the types of foods we're having, but then also how are we strategically implementing throughout the day and throughout, you know, being consistent week over week. The other thing was her reverse T3 was really high. And really that is something that's going to impact your metabolism. And it's pretty much signaling your metabolism to slow down or not depending on how like stressed you are. And so getting enough food in was a priority because not eating enough is a stressor on your body. So those were a lot of the main things that we were adjusting and looking at when we, like when I first got her blood work. Some of them were supplements needed to adjust things and some were, um, and I think I forgot to mention that we had her add in fish oils too to help de- just decrease inflammation as well. But a lot of it was going to be nutrition. Not only eating enough, but also eating the right amount of food. And that doesn't necessarily mean like only clean food and you can only have this food or that food. It meant, yes, eating cleaner foods, but then specifically adjusting oils, right? Like staying away from vegetable oils that are going to cause inflammation or timing of food. So instead of not eating all day because you're in back-to-back meetings, which she mentioned like, oh, a lot of times I'll skip meals because I'm just, during work, that's, I get busy and then it's not, I don't have a structure for it. And then at the end of the day, eating a ton of food or possibly grazing on carbs, right? That will impact your insulin. So the first thing that we did was get in the supplements based on her blood work, and then two, implement foundational guidelines. And really that is setting her daily structure of when she's eating. So then it wasn't like, a, oh, it's the end of the day, I need to eat a bunch of food, or oh my gosh, um, I you know, have back-to-back meetings and then I won't be able to get anything in, it's just not top of mind. Instead of that, it's almost like setting her daily calendar up where she's like, okay, I get, get my breakfast in, I have my lunch and then I have my snack and then I have dinner, but then also setting up the routine to be able to actually achieve that, right? And so something that she did, which I absolutely loved, was she had a chef cook her weekly dinners because she that is when she needed to feed the whole family, right? And so what's going to be the most efficient and effective in addition to everything else she's doing for her day? And she found that it really worked for them to have a chef and she could just inform the chef the quantity or types of foods that she needed. So little things like that, which actually I feel like it's a very big thing. It's just going to help streamline your week. But unless you're setting up your structure and then backing into that, meaning like, okay, I have my daily timeframes or like, it doesn't even have to be at a specific time, but like 
setup of my, my feedings that I'm going to have like breakfast, then lunch. And then from there going through and be like, okay, how is this actually going to happen? Unless you take the time to do that, then that's generally not going to be a thing. And that's why we do it the first week and create your shape. All right. So that really helped her not only in terms of her routine and like just lifestyle, but also in terms of actually building muscle and decreasing body fat because it impacted so many things like insulin and able in being able to hit the quantity of food that she needed. So then that's what we worked on next. We started increasing her intake over time. And so she started at less than 1500 calories. And every few weeks we went up about every other week, we started increasing. She was already eating a decent amount of protein. So I kind of left that as is and really just focused on increasing her carbs and her fat over this time. And every two weeks, we're increasing about 100, 150 calories, where about, let's see, two or three months later, she was eating over 2,000 calories, 2,100 calories. And the cool part about this is, one, she shared like, I haven't been hungry at all. I feel satisfied. And she said, but not stuffed in the like fatigue headaches I would get sometimes at the end of the day are gone. I feel powerful and like I'm in control. This is so good because she was getting headaches because she wasn't getting the nutrients she needed. And that completely will change your daily life if you're not getting headaches anymore. And to not feel like you're hungry and not to feel fatigued, so good. But every single week, she was decreasing body fat. It showed in her pictures and then it also showed on this scale for her. So just to give you an idea, about every week she was dropping about a pound, which that is a lot, I will say typically for my ladies, but keep in mind she is postpartum. Um, so keep that in mind too. Okay, so as we went along, she's dropping weight pretty much every week, which Again, reminder, if you're somebody who has less body fat to lose or you're on the leaner side, that may not happen right when you're first initially increasing intake. You might be gaining muscle and maybe decrease a minor body fat and seeing some body composition change, but this isn't always the case. It just depends where your starting point's at. And for her, she was decreasing every week. So after about... A couple months, she was down 15 pounds, 16, 17, like almost over, over 15 pounds, closer to 20 pounds. And then she hit a plateau. And I want to call out specifically an obstacle she had just to show that like obstacles are going to happen. And I, I really want to emphasize like the real process and not just be like, oh, it's great. Everything is perfect. You just take this magic pill and tomorrow you feel and look fantastic, right? So she hit what I would consider an obstacle. I track their, like their status of how they think they're trending, like green, yellow, or red. And this was the first time she started submitting that she was yellow. And so when I looked further into it, she, why she was yellow is because of a handful of things. One, she felt stagnant and because her her weight was staying the same and she felt like in her body she she was staying the same. Potentially, she said she felt like she was gaining muscle. She also felt a little stagnant just because she was a little more stressed at work and it was just higher 
higher stress in her life too. So when I really looked at this and when we break this down, I always look at the facts and separate out like our our emotions and how we're feeling and look at the facts. So the first thing that I was looked at is like, what should we be expecting? And the reason why she was like feeling stagnant in terms of her shape. Well, she was getting up to her maintenance calories. So if you're getting up to your maintenance calories, which hers was going to be around anywhere from maybe around 2,300 calories. And now she was up to like 2,100 calories, or I'm sorry, 2,100 calories, then she's going to feel more stagnant because she's not going to be decreasing as much because the calorie deficit as much. So here's the thing people don't realize as you're increasing up your intake, generally you're still going to be in a calorie deficit, which depending on the individual, that's why you decrease body fat. So she was getting closer to that maintenance calories. So that is why she was feeling a little bit of plateau, but she was saying, oh, but I'm building muscle. Now here's the thing. When we, if we were just like in the moment, right? And we would have just, okay, let's just cut calories. That's typically what people think. But because we were zooming out and looking at the bigger strategy at play and really focus on like long-term sustainable goals, I told her, look, this is why this is happening, but you're also building muscle right now, which was part of the goal to change body composition. And you're priming your metabolism and really increasing your metabolism by eating more for longer to then go into a calorie deficit phase and decrease body fat then. So that was really the thought process. And then in addition to that, she's postpartum, right? You typically want to don't want to immediately go into a calorie deficit postpartum because you want to support those hormones and get everything really, really in a good position to make sure just overall health was there for the long term and feeling good and just, you know, things being like postpartum depression, right? Like things like that. Um, like I just wanted to make sure her hormones were in a great place before we did anything drastic while still going towards her overarching goal. Okay. So what we did implement though, as she got closer to her maintenance calories is we implemented training day versus non-training day targets. And so that helped her just optimize more nutrients on the, to get, you know, to consider for that workout versus her non-training days. So we broke up her targets and then we kept increasing slowly over time to get her up to around 2,300 calories. But during that time, she was still seeing some body composition changes, but not as much as she was before. And I had to coach her on, you're just used to seeing major changes week after week. As you get leaner, the changes decrease, right? The, the, as an absolute, it may be the same percentage of change, but as far as what you like, the absolute, right, is going to be smaller. And that's okay, right? It's better to know that versus like, oh my gosh, I'm not making progress. And really she was, she was just getting to a point where she had made so much progress and now she's fine tuning things. And so during that time frame, when we kept her intake higher, we worked on other things as well, like understanding 
how food works and then understanding how to apply that like out in your life. So she had in one check-in like, oh, I've been really busy with work and like taxes are due, but I still managed to stay on track. Like I feel like this is on autopilot now and I was able to quickly adapt if a work meal or something else came up and I have a better idea of how much I need to be eating. So things like that where it's like, oh, this doesn't feel like a like I'm doing something extra. This is just working with my life, even when I get busy or when you're going out to eat or when you're going on vacation. She shared like, we love going out to eat. So I'm so glad that I have a system that lets me enjoy it without feeling guilt because now she knows what she needs and how much food she actually needs. And then she went on vacation. I think she went to New Orleans and she shared like, it was awesome to know that I could relax for a few days, enjoy myself with my friends and still make progress and continue to feel confident afterwards. Like in the past, I would beat myself up about vacation weekends and how much I indulge and then go on a hardcore diet afterwards, which just contributed to the yo-yo effect. This is so much better. I couldn't agree more and in like just a perfect example of why I teach the science behind it and why we spend time actually implementing it into your routine too. All at the same time, she's building muscle. She's building up her metabolism. So then we get to the point where she is ready to implement a calorie deficit. So she was eating 2,300 calories. Then we go into the calorie deficit phase where then we're like really going to focus on decreasing body fat. Close to 1,900 calories. You guys, this is why eating enough is so important. Like one of the reasons eating enough is so important. So if I just do some like the quick math on her actual dashboard. So she enters into the calorie deficit at 1900 calories, which is 38,500 calories less than before, which is creates like a beautiful deficit to decrease body fat, but eating so much more food. This is when things started to really take off again because we primed everything and then she started decreasing a lot more body fat, which then ended up getting her to her. She says, in the words of the Kardashians, I feel like everything is looking a little more snatched. My arms are looking thinner. I'm back into my blazers. I love a good blazer. Like she's just, she's just back to feeling like, like a badass in her body, which is great. She's shared like my back fat is melting away. My waist is reappearing. My butt is way more lifted. I'm starting to see more definition in my back and shoulders. Also the side butt, side butt, <laughs> the side photo and butt and waist comparison is giving me all of the feels. My curvy shape is coming back and I couldn't be more pumped about it, which this like, explains her photos kind of like I did earlier, like perfectly. But I feel like the coolest part is, is because she obviously had the game plan, but then she had the like, education routine around it. She said when she was in the calorie deficit phase, which also can be called the cut, she said, the cut is really becoming natural. I learned so much that even changing calories becomes pretty easy, becomes pretty easy quickly since I've gotten so much better at being able to know how many macros are in different foods and how many I need to eat. It's fun when I track something after the fact and found out that I've nailed it, which again goes back to understanding food and being able to guesstimate and just having this like 
full understanding like relationship with food that doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I can't have this or I can have this, but instead understanding the science of it, which is probably why her relationship with food went from like a two to a nine, which is incredible. So she did a fantastic job. I think one thing I want to emphasize is she was not perfect, right? She went on different vacations. She had stressful weeks at work. She was hitting her targets, you know, four to six days per week. Um, Outside of when you're in the calorie deficit phase, obviously you got to be on top of it more, which she was, but it really just goes to show that you don't have to do more and more and more. You just have to take what you're doing and be more intentional with it and really lay out your strategy and your structure to be able to implement it. This was just one case study. If you liked it, I'll be doing more of them to really show you kind of the behind the scenes overview of how I work with my clients, but really what we do to make these changes. And if you want to join us in Create Your Shape, this is the time next week. It opens for enrollment, but right now you can get on the wait list and you can learn more at jennythenutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape and be ready to apply and get signed up between April 16th and April 27th. And I will see you inside and I'll see you next week on the Create Your Shape podcast. Hey, if you work out and want to look like you work out, then you need to be in the Create Your Shape program. Learn more and get started at jennythenutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content at jennythenutritionist.com.